0: Let's stick with the gambling theme because we got to get an extra special Richie's picks because we do have the Kentucky Derby this weekend.
1: I, I'm so happy too. It's supposed to be pretty bad weather today, like a big rainstorm coming through. But then it's going to be beautiful apparently Friday and Saturday, which is right. It was okay last year, but that was a weird time because they did postponed it due to the pandemic, so they didn't have it until September for the first time ever. But now we're back to somewhat normal times. And the first Saturday in May happens to be in two days. And 20 horses will hit the field at about, I think, 6.45 Eastern time. They have wonderful racing all day. And then the big race is at the end. So just like stocks and bonds, I like to look at numbers in horse racing. And there is a rating system. Uh, It's highly confidential. The, this one guy, Andy Byer, his dad, so B e y e r, his dad trademarked the buyer' speed figures for horses
0: okay, what is that?
1: So it's basically trying to compare apples to apples of different horses if they happen to run on different tracks, different times, different days, different but this thing is supposed to like bring it all together, like my buyer number was high, therefore I have a fast horse, blah blah blah. So getting above, it's on a, a one to you know, 100 plus scale, higher number being better. Getting above 100 on the buyer side is very tough to do. Very few horses can do that. When you're all a bunch of three-year-olds, which is how the Kentucky Derby runs, you can only be three years old, you're still kind of a baby in the racing world. So for three-year-olds to hit the 100 buyer is also very unique. Right. When you have a horse that has hit a couple of times, a hundred plus buyer, you have a real stock.
0: Do we have that here?
1: We do. As a matter of fact, we do. So the number 17 horse. Right. 17 out of 20. It's a little bit out there is a horse named highly motivated. I think he is highly motivated. <laughs> However, which I think is awesome. The trainer's pretty famous. Chad Brown is the trainer. Javier Castellano is the jockey. He's he's very good as well. Uh, one of my buddies follows Chad Brown on Instagram or something. And then one of the clips was this week was he's he's resting for the big race. And like they had a little video of him, he snores when he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and then he gets out on the track and burns through.
0: I bet uh, you the jockey snoring is just as adorable.
1: Yes. Yeah. They should have that too. They should they should definitely have a video. Game. And who knows? They may maybe they the night before like they sleep in the stall together. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them can snore. Um so that's the 17. I'm going to play the 17 to win. We were talking about before we went on how post positions are very important for this race because there's so many horses, 20 horses. You don't want to be too far on the inside. You don't want to be on the outside either, all the way on the outside, obviously.
0: 17 is pretty far over.
1: 17 is pretty far, but this guy's going to stop his snoring, and he's going to get going on the track. He'll be okay. But there's a famous trainer who uh, people might know is Bob Baffert. He's also known as the Silver Fox. He's won now two Triple Crowns as a trainer, the most recent being Justify. He's got the number eight, and number eight seems to be a great spot to start this race because you can kind of see things to the left and to the right and uh the number 8 is Medina Spirit and he also has a fancy jockey John Velazquez aboard who's well seasoned
0: mm-hmm. you know he's
1: got to get through things in traffic so i'm going to also play not only the 17 to win but a 17 8 exacta which means those two have to come in first and second
0: got it any trifectas
1: happening right now no but I, I probably will have something. Yeah, those are usually um game time decisions.
0: Meaning depending on how much whiskey you have.
1: Yeah, or or how much money's in my pocket at that right. point, because it is 645 and I've been gambling all day and drinking all day. Yeah. But uh the good thing about those two numbers, though, the 17 and the eight, in the morning line, they call it, like the the pre-betting lines. So uh 17 is 10 to one, eight is 15 to 1. So if those two came in, you'd be looking at a nice, fat payout.
0: Richie, who had you out? You remember um, it was Big Brown, right? You, was it Fox Sports who had you out there? You yeah, there out? Out?
1: Uh, I'm Fox uh, Sports analyst expert. Yeah. I didn't pick the winner, but I said on the air, it was very funny, because had, they had the weatherman with me, because it was like 150 degrees that day at Belmont Park. So we're live, right? These guys, it was so bad. I had like a jacket on, and we were trackside. And guys were like giving me beer. Like they just saw me and they're like, and the one thing that saved us was because we're putting makeup on you, you know, the whole bit. They had a van that was air conditioned, like to keep the equipment cool. And I, every time we go on the air, I'd, I'd run to the van. Like it was so hot. So I say, uh, I didn't pick the winner, but I, I said something like, you know, it's going to be tough for Big Brown today. You know, it's really hot. He was on the outside as well, and it's a long race at Belmont and, and the weather guy, right before they go to commercial, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, well, you heard it here first. Rich Bennett says Big Brown will not win the Triple Crown today, and I'm like, I, I, did, did I say that? Like, I, <laughs> I said he's going to have a tough time. Like, uh, it, it worked out, but I would have been like the big idiot if he had won. He actually came in last. I think the heat was too much for him. Yeah,
0: that was fun, Eric. Do you partake in the uh, the horse betting as well? Yeah, I mean, like I before uh, before Justified 1, I I was at the for, I was at the last two. I was at I saw Seattle Slough win, and I saw Affirmed win. I think I was like twelve years older. My my sister took me; she was older than me. I remember. I, I that is still one of the most fun, greatest sporting events I've ever been to was the Affirmed Aladar 1978 Belmont Stakes. And I mean, you got there, and I'll never forget. There was, I mean, everybody, it was like watching, you know, Yankees Red Sox, where you had people rooting for Alidar and you had people rooting for Affirmed. Richard, there were like four horses in the race, right? I mean, nobody, yeah, it almost was a match race, right?
1: Affirmed won the Triple Crown that year. Yep. And Alidar finished second each time.
0: So, yeah.
1: won each race of the three, and Alidar came second each race of the yep. three. They always said that Alidar was born a year too early. If he was born another year, he would have been a triple crown winner but he just couldn't
0: be affirmed. But I remember that race cuz it was like I, I still remember just smelling all the smelling all the cannabis product that was <laughs> going around. And it was a whole this is 1978 so you had all you know, long-haired people and they, and they had uh and I was as a kid. And they had you know the the Grateful Dead set, you know the the great one with the skull with the you know the, the you know the kind of you know lightning coming down. Yeah. And now a gigantic banner waving this banner as they're smoking the doobies. Um Deadheads for Aladar, like it was <laughs> it was incredible, yeah. So, um, but I, I don't like tr- Richie tracks it so much during the uh during the year, and I just turn on, so I basically like with my a lot of my stock picks, I just do what he tells me to do, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, yeah, I would you know, I don't know, maybe if you're a listener, maybe just throw a couple bucks on highly motivated, it might pan out.
1: You'll snore like him very well that night, if
0: you're a winner. <laughs>